on this idea. Here we go. <clears throat> How did I get in today? Um, well, I hope not in shackles because uh, I have to go see my PO. And I'm a little bit nervous about that. Um, she's been really, uh, really, really, really been uh, patient with me. So I have to go see her. Um, anyways, I just uh, got my nomination package together here. Just coming up with a fee right now. And uh, we're going to drop that off. So we've been really busy trying to do that stuff and get that all, you know, handled. So I put a couple of interviews together. This is um, an interview with Gord, who does barbecues. Um, really good uh, Broken Ministries. That's... Uh, the name of the church that does that, the, the barbecues. So it's a little bit of a interview with him about uh, the street uh, barbecues that he does. And then there's an interview here with a buddy of mine who was at Mount Ptolemy over the wintertime and uh, was as close to a witness as could be of what really happened with the um, the two deaths that happened, unfortunately, during the winter of uh, this month, during the cold weather protocol, that haven't been investigated, that were really actually um, tragedies that were preventable and avoidable. And this is, uh, sheds light on to what actually happened. And just a little bit of something, you know, going around catching the uh, signatures for the nominations. I'm going to do an early flowers and fish heads. The uh, flowers go to all those keeping the fight, all those keeping the cause. I know I get uh, slagged sometimes for doing the generalization of the flowers, but everybody's keeping the faith and uh, fighting for the cause, not giving up. It's an urgent thing that we have to do. Uh, there's no greater time than now. There's no greater need than now. And uh, we got to keep fighting. So for everybody who's keeping the faith and um, fighting for the cause, flowers for you. Fish heads to all those who oppose. Homosidia, episode number 67. Here we go. Uh, they're just packing up the back of the van right now, and uh, we're just hanging down on Queens and Blanchard. And uh, we're just down at Gord's Barbecue. And uh, Dor- Gord does this every, uh, every, twice a week. Uh, and he does this for the uh, for outreach for the, the street community. And uh, how long have you been doing this, Gord? Five and a half years. Five and a half years he's been out here slugging away, trying to make a change, trying to make a difference. And uh, letting people know they can change. Letting people know they can change. Letting people know they can believe in themselves. Excellent word. I mean, that and, and there's not enough of that, is there? No, man. People got this preconceived notion that they're not worth much if they're on the street. You know, and that's just not true. You know, everyone's got hard times in their life, but they're not... They're not your past or you know where you're at doesn't identify who you are. Right. A lot of people think they're garbage, and you know God doesn't make junk. No, that's absolutely correct. Yeah, absolutely correct. We, we we think we deserve it sometimes too. Like you know, I remember I was lost. I thought this is all I deserve. So you know, I would self sabotage. It's a very big thing that happens down here. They start getting things good. They don't. 
can't deal with it, never dealt with it. So yeah, they, they, they throw, they, 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 they self-sabotage. Absolutely, exactly you know. what they do. Exactly what they do. And then you know. the lies get in their heads too, you know, like the, 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 yeah. the lies are worse than the system. And I find that it's, a lot of that times it's, 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 it's back to family trauma, where, where you well, come from. hundred percent. Um, I don't know anybody with long-term addiction or homelessness that doesn't have some form of trauma, be it sexual, physical, mental, there's trauma involved. Right. And usually it's unchecked. There's, like, you know, like, some like 65% of all males on the street long-term are same-sex molested. Right. Who do you talk to about that? Right. Like, it, it, exactly. So you cover it up. Absolutely. It's like a wound that never dies. You end up yeah. doing the sentence for that person's crime. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and like, it's really hard to find somewhere where you can at least dump that garbage out. And we don't. And time doesn't there is, heal all wounds. There is nothing really. I mean, people are, are under the impression that it's just as it's, 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 uh, much as reaching out and making a phone call or, 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 or oh, calling yeah. a psychologist. And, you know, it's all paid for by the, by the medical oh, yeah. or something. Yeah. It's just like they say, use your willpower. You know, I like to tell people the next time they got diarrhea, willpower it away. Yeah, exactly. See how right? that works for it, you know. As you're Nobody says, when I grow up, this addiction life is what I want. This looks like a dream job. Yeah. You know, oh, and you fall into a series of, you know, series of. A thing, a steps, you know, but, uh, you know, and, and the reality of it is something like one in seven is the number that are, are addicted. If it's in your family, it's one in four. So wherever you go, be it a church, be it a school, yep. be it an office building, people one in addicted. four could be addicts. Absolutely. You know, and it just can help cover and one, up better. One in four, uh, uh, besides that, could be having a mental health problem. Oh, for sure. They go hand in hand. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and like, dope's not really the problem. That's how they cope with their problem. And it, right. you know what I mean? Like, it's, that's how they stop the craziness in their heads. And Well, if they, if they realize that dope okay. is a way for happiness, I mean, well, we, it, it, is, it works until it don't, though. You know, it's exactly. you know, it a fun time until all of a sudden you get a thousand dollar day of habit and someone's coming after you to kill you because you ripped them off. Absolutely. That, absolutely. you know what I mean? It's, but it, it's, 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 it's the only way people know how to get. Sometimes to stop the you know, the squirrel moving in the hand the cage, yes, man. you know, for a minute, right? And, and whatever, you know, it's just some way to stop it. And and it's one way that works for a while, you know. But yeah. then long term addiction is it doesn't work. It doesn't work because it it does end up as as you're falling through the cracks of whatever problem you're going through, you're also using and causing more yeah, problems. Yeah, 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 yeah. You 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 compounding your problems over yeah. and over. Yeah. And you know, but like that where it comes down to people think this is all I deserve anyway. Right? Yeah. That's that core belief that exactly, and that's what we tell society. And society tells them the same thing. They, they look at they, they, when you go by a door and a guy's sitting in it. Most people won't go high; they'll look away. Yep. At least people see that. Absolutely, they see that they're not wanted. That's you know what? That's somebody's brother, sister, uncle, dad. And when you hear that person sitting there, what you think is disdain automatically. That, that even I, I'm if, useless. Absolutely. And then you know, that, sometimes absolutely, you know, man. a lot of people or try to make other to people feel bad. To make their miserable life seem better. 100%. Uh, you know, somebody helped me out of the blue to get out of my problems. Right. I'm doing that now. It's a good ministry, Ben. It's, it's, a, it's an amazing ministry. You know, and we've gotten people into treatment centers from this. We've gotten people, you know, we've baptized people out in the street. That's awesome. Um, you know, we, we've had people get into mental health, start taking their meds again. You know, it's endless what we, I think the average career is two years long in the street. Right. Right. Because yeah. you see so much, you see death, you see it all. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and you, absolutely. you're human. So they don't hear it, like... People that are in it for a long haul, they got a little bit more than just a pay. I, I don't even get paid. Yeah. I don't. This is not a dime that coming. Like this is. This is. It's. It's just. See, there you go. Something I was called to and, do. And this is like, wow, this is amazing. Something we also was called. But I honestly came out here, and this is. I do this for gratitude to God. So the same. Amen. Way, yeah. Same. I, it's still, but my paycheck comes in non-monetary bonds. Yeah, man. You know, and, and like we don't even know. We plant seeds. And we don't know how they're going to grow. I was. I'd hit a wall and was saying to myself, why am I doing this? I'm driving myself crazy. Yeah. And then, you know, and uh, why? And this work, one woman walked up to me and says, hey, you're Gordo, right? And I go, yeah. Do you remember me? And I go, hey, ma'am, 
I see so many people. Right. She goes, well, four and a half years ago, yep. you got me into New, New Westminster House. Um, I'm four okay. and a half years clean. I've got my kid back. I go to church <laughs> on a regular basis. I just came here to say that's thank excellent. you. And that's the day I'm saying, why should I do this? Right. That's why. And we and don't know. This is, this is, Gord, this is exactly what I mean by pure outreach. Yeah. You're doing it by on your own. And, and I really respect that, but I really do. Because I'm doing the same thing. It's pure outreach. We something with little and no money, brother. This has been by donation. We're talking 125,000 hamburger hot dogs down here. Yeah, man. Giving away. Yeah. This vehicle, this trailer. Yeah, there's a lot of homeless. By donation. Yeah. There's a lot of people that want to help. But they can't come and do ground zero work. Yeah. It's not for them. They're, like, maybe it's just not the comfort zone. But guys like us, this is where we fit in. Absolutely, brother. You know, I'm right sized here. I don't have. I, I'm not a suit and tie. I'm never going to be. That's one. right, brother. Absolutely. You know, and I'd rather. I'd rather. I don't believe in the people that say let's do something. I just do it. I, Absolutely, I brother. Almost idea. Here we go. I was just talking with a friend of mine who is uh, a resident uh, at the Mount Telmy um, shelter, and uh, recently there was uh, two uh, two young people that passed away in their car of carbon monoxide poisoning. Uh, which is a very strange incident because, you know, the the, the generator, or sorry, the the, the generator that they're using uh, to to power a a heater was found in the car, and that's just puzzling because you know to run it in the car. Uh, unfortunately, these two uh, young people did pass away uh, of the carbon monoxide poisoning, and that was the, the cause. Uh, I was sitting here talking with a friend of mine and um, just to try and get some details about what happened. Can you, can you inform me, uh, like, just what, what was the scenario that night? We'll bring, bring us back there. Yeah, uh, like I said, for me, it was um, a lot of hearsay. I'm just catching second uh, secondhand information, but, I mean, all of it pertains to the truth. Um, the, but what happened was there was one of the... Uh, one, one of the one of the people that passed they were a couple and uh, one of the one of the two were uh, banged which is which happens uh, quite frequently for several different reasons um, a lot of them I find are ridiculous for how they they deal with the situation they uh, they decide that uh, punishment is is due and uh, they choose to fucking th throw you out in the cold and uh you know, which always falls in the worst possible time. But I mean, That's for I, sure. yeah, they have one one of the couple's uh, partners are, are out in the cold, and the other one's not going to sit there and let them be outside themselves. So they decide to camp in the parking lot, which in my mind shouldn't be allowed in the first place. Uh, you know, not in it, front of a homeless shelter. No, yeah, you don't, like, you don't evict people from a homeless shelter. Yeah, they sit there. They, they sit there and eat in front of them. Like they're not allowed to have meals. They're not allowed to uh, get any other clothes or blankets or anything out of the damn place. Um, their partner obviously did what they could to help out, and which I mean, what ended up happening was a damn shame. But to me, uh, completely preventable. So they know damn well that the, the, the partner is not going to stand there and watch their other one sit outside and, and freeze by themselves. So they stayed together. And they slept in a car. And I mean, the, both of them, I know common sense was uh, not a lack thereof with uh, the pair of them. They're both uh, completely, um, you know, wise to the camp and... Uh, they camped for years prior so, to prior to living in uh, Mount Tony, so there's no way in hell that uh, you're gonna convince me that they pulled a generator inside the car, uh, that's which is running um, 
off of fucking fossil fuel and and create carbon monoxide. Yeah, and and and, and continue to smoke benzo dope, which was found in their system high about high amounts of uh, benzo, and uh, and and then fucking go to sleep, right? Well, so here at the same time, and I also heard that the the beginning of the fucking night, uh, the generator was outside of the car, and when they were found, it was inside. You know, you don't you don't you don't fucking smoke benzo dope, go to sleep, and then. And then all of a sudden, fucking pull the generator inside the car for no apparent fucking reason. It's just uh, you, all of it's fishy. Do you and think that that that? You, well, I don't. I'm not familiar with with like the high of the benzodiazepine, but like, I mean, so if if you well, you're, just gonna, you're gonna go to sleep if you smoke. Too many of these deaths have been uh, too quick to be ruled off as accidental. Yes. And uh, and it's time that they start looking into this shit. Uh, they're paying off these uh, million dollar fucking you know liability insurance payouts. Uh, to who knows fucking who is actually the beneficiaries at the end of the day. Um, but I do know that every single person that passes away, whether or not they're uh, living in uh, the building at the time, they just have to be present. And they automatically are covered through their insurance policy. Um, this this young lady in uh, Paul's Motor Inn, for instance, that passed away, she overdoses uh, at uh, 20 years old. And is 20, 20 hours before her uh, time of death is is called by the coroner. Her rigor mortis was so fucking bad uh, that you can't tell me that the owner of the of the suite where she was found didn't fucking know prior to calling it in uh, that there was a death that took place. And for them to, uh, you know... Um, Write that off as an accidental death is a fucking joke too. And Just too many, too, too many coincidences. Yeah. Whether or not they're accidental deaths, yeah, I'm not sure how the payouts work. You know. So did, did these two, they, they actually asked if they could, they could run a, a heater off the, uh, to, to the car. The, the, they didn't have to ask. The one, uh, couple, the one of the two, was uh, still actively staying in Mount Tomi, so she just ran a cord from her room to the to the car. And did they, 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 they said that that was not possible, or they said that it was allowed, or what? Yeah, well, no, that's the thing. They said no, and that's why the fucking generator took place. They wouldn't let him use a cord to heat the fucking goddamn car up, so they had to get a generator and do it on their own fucking... Uh, and here, no, they, they know that they're, 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 they're using, so, I mean, yeah. to allow them to pretty much go by themselves... As far themselves, as I'm concerned, they're responsible for the death of both of them. I think so, too. I was, they should I have never been fucking sitting in that parking lot and and fucking openly... No. Were they're, 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 they were in care of those people. These they, people are supposed to be fucking in a safe place. Them, the, these, these shelters are to put... The people that were on the streets and in a place in their lives that couldn't uh, move forward and were actively and avidly addicts, and they're supposed to be moving forward in way of getting the help they need to address their addictions is and there, get the help that they need. Is there to any help in that? Hotel? Keep them safe, is, and they're they're not safe. Is, is, Nobody's is, fucking safe in these places, and uh, yeah. as far as I'm concerned, they're more worse off than they were on the streets. I agree. Uh, the infections I agree. that avidly run through the fucking places are getting worse. The you said there's staff there yeah. right now, and you guys are sharing showers. Well, yeah, like there's no running water in Mount Tomi whatsoever. Uh, the bathrooms have been cut off because of, uh, you know, one or two of the, the, the members that are, you know, and that's another problem. They got the mixed-matched uh, 
uh, residents that yeah. don't fit fucking suit to be living with the other style of uh, addicts that are in there. Like, yeah. these people are suffering from mental problems that uh, are obtained to nothing to do with uh, drugs or addiction. So, you know, why are they in uh, a home that is supposed to be focusing on uh, dealing with addiction and, and uh, you know, trying to address that as first off being the, the main issue? Yeah, absolutely. I, now, I want to ask you a couple of things here. Um, you, you said that the same night that this happened, they, they were actually going to evict you. Yeah, yeah. They uh, had... a. Uh, they had uh, locked me out the night that uh, the night that it happened. I had come home and I hadn't even realized anything went on. They had already, uh, you know, <laughs> removed the bodies and the ambulances. They were gone. So when I walked in, it was just every it was just a normal day. I didn't find out until the following day that uh, Cody and Ashley had uh, actually passed away, and uh, the details uh, on which. What actually happened? That like it just disgusted me, and yeah, uh, like I, they were, uh, you know, they they, they were not they're good in my mind. Kids. Yeah, they're good young kids, and not just that, they were not people that would have uh, put their lives in jeopardy using a fucking generator inside a closed space like that. From my, you know, from what I see, like when that's the like thing. Ashley's um, when the bodies were when they were found, Ashley's body was uh, found crawling over Cody because the passenger door in the car didn't fucking open from the inside and she was trying to get out of the fucking car it was the saddest thing ever you know and you know while this is all taking place there's people trying to respond and not staff um, I'll remind you uh, staff had nothing to do with uh, trying to fucking Save these people. It was uh, members of. Uh, this needs to be an investigation to this. Yeah, well, absolutely... the, the goddamn rightster does, and not just uh, this death, but uh, several others that, you that know, have been uh, put, swept under the fucking rug. As I, far I as agree. I'm I agree. And this whole life insurance thing is, needs to be investigated oh, as well. Million dollars? How could you put a life on a fucking gentleman's fucking head? It's not a. It's not a. In, it's not a insurance policy. It's a sure thing that they're gonna have these deaths. And, and as far as I'm concerned, um, the 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 fucking people running these facilities are responsible for uh, a majority of them, anyways. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I agree. I agree. And if not directly responsible, there is definitely things that could have took place to uh, protect these people and a lot. Now you're saying uh, at the Kool Aid Building, and there's a whole floor. Oh no, so no, 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 no. And this is at uh, Rock Bay. At Rock where, Bay, there's a whole floor that's empty, and there's uh, also you said there's there's lots of empty rooms in, in Mount Tommy. Yeah, Mount Tommy is just uh, you know there's people that are in uh, doubles that are said single. Single per people and doubles, and uh, you know. So here we have BC housing and couples that are fucking, uh, you know, taking two rooms when one room is uh, all they use, the other one is just a goddamn storage room essentially, and uh, that, those could be definitely straightened out and put into the hands of you know proper people. And there's far too many people still on the streets, um, you know, suffering the the famine and bullshit that that the streets uh, 
bring you know into their lives every day but i don't know some of these people are they better off on the streets i don't know like some some people refuse to go into these facilities based on uh what they've, what they've learned heard. and what yeah. they've seen firsthand take place fucking since it's, it's these uh, wet buildings or these safety fucking uh, temporary safety yeah and what's, where's that where's that when they're kicking them out and, and yeah. people are and, 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 and how does that make them feel about the temporary uh, buildings yeah. being incorporated into a full time uh, long term facility yeah absolutely I was just going to mention that earlier nobody's going to want to move into a long term facility not if they run the same way no. that is definitely not if they run the same way I don't feel that it's uh, they, 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 there's prisoners that are treated better for Christ's sakes in, in jails that are safer and, and uh, treated with more um, humanity humanity and respect and, and, and dignity yeah, yeah. And, and and addressed uh Addressing, you know, problems pertaining to their specific needs and their specific, uh, you know, person-to-person fucking lives and details. These are, these staffs are grossly undertrained in in uh, in CPR and arc uh, in alexone um, training, training um, and in emergency scenarios in general. They're under trained, under aged, under knowledge. On uh, you know what they're doing, and, and plus they talk I, to you like your children. I, I don't, I don't mean to, no, to uh, focus on staff. You know these are these are, you know, for the most part, very, uh, very uh, nice g- kids. G- yeah, good good kids that are just you know trying to help. They, they you know their hearts are in the right places. But where the fucking uh, commands are. You know the chain of commands and where exactly. it's coming down from yep. is coming from a place of uh, gro- grossly fucking disproportionate uh, <laughs> for what reality. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, it's brother. disgusting. Absolutely, I mean, I've never seen something so. Funny. And I don't mean I don't mean to finish your sentences for you. But <laughs> yeah, well, I mean it's it's just it's not it's, it's impossible to stand here and not see it. Absolutely, and it is. And if people just don't see it firsthand, and that's that's why these kind of things are important. Um, all right, man. I just want to say thank you very much for sharing this with me. It's uh, it's definitely got to get out there. Um, yeah. Well, like I said, it's no secret. Um, you know, they're telling people there's no place to go. There's there's empty floors and empty rooms and empty beds and you know, people are dying out here. So, okay. Thanks, brother. Thanks, man. Appreciate yeah. it, bro. Yeah. Fucking. It's fucking awesome, you Devin. Thanks, bro. It fucking gives a voice to Ashley and, and, and Austin, is it? Or Ashley and Chad or something? Ashley and... Uh, Cody, you said Cody. Cody. Rest in peace. So there you heard um, firsthand what uh, people were going through and experiencing at Mount Tomy and what they're seeing when they're, you know, seeing people that are Kicked out during the weather protocols in the in the winter time, uh, the cold weather weather sorry the cold cold weather protocol winter protocol was a joke last winter. There was hardly even one in, in place. Um, kicking people out in the street, uh, people dying twenty five feet away from a homeless shelter. Unacceptable. This is uh, reflects this next part reflects on 
how I feel about things like the Moving Day Project or the Moving Day uh, film by the Existence Project. Uh, not very, not very good. And you know, I, I have to apologize. I, I, I uh, kind of let her rip when they played this um, this showdown in Beacon Hill. And um, I just didn't agree with that being shown, particularly in Beacon Hill. Uh, I, I'm not a fan of the, of the show, even though I, I do play a part in it. Uh, unfortunately, um, I don't believe the truth was at all given uh, or portrayed. So... I just let them know before the film they had a talking circle which was kind of funny because I'm actually the person who, who originally made the talking circles in Beacon Hill and they weren't never to, they were never to talk about you know check-ins for the community they were actually just to, to fight for check-ins about housing about trying to get people housed and it was to find their strategy meetings how we were going to get housing for people and to let the right hand and the left hand know what each other is doing so we could all have a check-in about where the housing strategies were going. So that's where those circle meetings actually started. And um, they had a circle meeting before the Beacon Hill movie, or they're showing out the Beacon Hill movie, um, or I guess the trailer park, or trailer days or whatever, moving day trailer sorry I, I just keep <laughs> for some reason I keep going back to the trailer it's not it's, there's no trailer in, in, involved in the in the film it's existence day project moving day is what it's called and it's terrible anyways uh, I just let them uh, voice my um, my feelings about that movie that, uh, and it's important because you know you hear what my brother was just saying and um this stuff can't be covered up. You know, they turned off the water during a, a pandemic to our encampment after they told us we were allowed to camp there and that wasn't covered at all. Um, that's just a little bit of it, briefly. Anyways, here's a little bit of that. Here's a little bit of that. I'd like to say something right now. guy here. This movie is bullshit. You guys missed the, the entire truth. And for that reason, this movie should be taken off any kind of any, any shelf of, that, or any movie screening projecting device and thrown in the garbage can. Once and for all. If you, needed, if you represented the truth, if you actually knew the truth, if you actually cared about the truth, you guys would be doing that. You guys missed the, the, the shutting off the water. Uh, you guys missed uh, so much. You missed the two and a half years that, that, we, that we lived here before that. You didn't respect anybody that lived here for more than what? Three months? You guys followed a little group of, 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 of a hippie commie and then I was actually destroying the middle of the park. That didn't help us at all. Because I'm the one who helped the 24-7 camping. And I fucking think that you guys, your, your lies and your deception and your bullshit and not representing the truth buries the truth and it makes it fucking acceptable what happened to us. So I want you to fucking know that. Because none of the fucking movie is the truth. And it's a waste of fucking film. And I just want to let you come, come down here. I, there is so much more that I have to say to you. But I'm way too worked up for that right now. I just want to say this movie is f***ing bullshit. 
You should tell the truth. And you know what? It's it's on your it's on your hands. You, what you get? You, what's wrong? You can't tell the truth, or what? You can't tell the actual story. Why couldn't you take the extra time to tell the fucking story? If 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 you really give a shit about no, excuse me. If you give a shit about the truth, why didn't you tell the truth? Why couldn't you tell the whole truth? And why didn't you actually bring attention to what the f going on with the homeless and the f and, and and you know the, the intolerance and the hatred that we put up for with for like three or four years before this COVID shit you know it's bullshit and uh, uh, what do I want to say it's a lie you guys should be ashamed of yourselves and I want to say that publicly so thanks for letting me have my peace goodbye maybe I will maybe you know you want to be in it you want to be in it you want to be in it at least I put everybody's voice in it not just ones Hey Tony, you gonna sit on? Where, where, where's that hill? Where's that hill? Is that like Zion that you're sitting on there or what? Twenty fucking plagiarism? Fuck man. Yap yap. Yap. And then she gets a movie? Fuck man. Give me a break. How was it first? Kiss my ass. You didn't tell a one bit about our suffering or the reason why Barlow when they scumbagged me when I was in court that morning and took everything I fucking owned. You didn't fucking show that part because I was busy doing a fucking interview with you is why I fucking left, left my shit and fucking got scum back in the fucking first place and why Nikki had to fucking claim it anyways. And then I asked you specifically, don't fucking throw me in that fucking part. That was fucking harsh for me. And you fucking did anyways. It's exploitation. And you're fucking, you're fucking ashamed of yourselves. This movie is a fucking joke. Don't give a fuck about any of the ones that are still in the street either! So there you hear um, how upset I was at the, the existence project for kind of misrepresenting our community in Beacon Hill and um, showing a different side of, you know, it was a lot more than just having laundry done and, and needed laundry done and stuff like that. They did a, an interview with me called uh, Up Close with Shay Smith, which is, you know, it was a, I, I believe a really good interview. And then they went and turned it around. So since then, you know, I look back on that and I say to myself, I believe they're good people and I don't want to keep this feud going on. I want to bury the hatchet. I understand that they try to do something, you know, their best intentions, I, I think, were forthright. Mm. I, uh, yeah, just want to bury the hatchet with those guys. So uh, I also want to put this challenge out to those guys. If you really care about the truth, I can take you through a guided tour of hell. The Johnson Street, the Queens, Beacon Hill, still going on. The Comfort Inn, wherever you want to go. And you can see what it's really like. You can see and, and follow the people that, that, see where the people are that were in Beacon Hill. 
some of them were never offered housing and they're still out there on the street and that needs to be represented so if you guys want to bury this hatchet let's do a real documentary about the truth and let's stop uh, sending flowers let's get this uh, let's get the reality of, of the hell that is the poverty in the public's eye and so people can see what their fellow countrymen are going through I think everybody should care because if you don't I think you've lost the ability to call yourself a human being out 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 we're just out nominating right now just getting uh, some signatures for nomination homeless idea here we go at the Queens building Second floor. Second floor. <laughs> Smicking around. Uh, yeah, and this it's it's amazing to see some of the support you get. So I mean, it's it uh, means a lot to me. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you very much, sir. Appreciate you're welcome. It. No problem. All right. Thank you very much, sir. Win your election. Right on. Cheers. Have a good one. I'm looking forward to seeing. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Right on. I'll, I'll do my best. Thank you, sir. Just, just, just. So yeah, this homeless idea. Here we go. I'm just uh, at Dougie's place right now, getting some nominations. What's going on, Dougie? Oh, not much today, but um, still uh, thinking about the homeless problems we have here in town. That's for sure, man. Wondering why the politicians don't seem to be doing anything about it. Just feeding these uh, service providers with more money and keep doing the shopping cost incarceration buildings. And not yeah. even not even concerned why they, no. they the, the, what, what, why the recycling is going on, but why people are going back into homelessness after being rescued from the street and then they're going back onto the street again. Job creation. Absolutely, job creation. Yeah. It's, it's just riches and poverty. That's what we say. Yeah, that's right. So, Doug, you've been in the battle a long time. I'm sorry? You've been in the battle a long time. Yeah, I've been in for a while here, yeah. So I appreciate your nomination, man. And um, I just wanted to say that Dougie's going to be with us here real soon. We're going to do a podcast with Dougie uh, and have a, have your view on the on the podcast. And I'm looking forward to it, Dougie, to have an interview with you. And uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to coming on as well. We'll talk and, to you uh, soon, bro. We've got lots to talk about. Excellent. Right on. Okay, almost idea. Here we go. So you, you're saying that you, when you do, do your, 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 your fee, the city's got to approve it. Yeah, they have to approve that. They have to approve what's going on. I'm like, they, you can't put vulgar, get vulgarities, and you can't put offensive stuff. Well, okay, what's fair offensive? enough. What's offensive? Fair enough. Who defines offensive? So, is reality with with the, the, the drugs that you show me the, the pills or whatever? Yeah, yeah. That's, 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 that's too that, offensive. No, that that's not offensive. Um, putting the words MCFD, yeah. right, Ministry of Child and Family Development, but then taking that and making the letters smashed apart. What they actually do to families, they they don't help families. Right. They're not, the best interest and that's is art. They can, yeah. That's art. So, so you can't ban yeah. art. But they, they, they tell you, no, we don't like that. Tours, they, what do they want? Hours and butterflies? I don't know, man. It's, it's, yeah, no doubt. So yeah, it's absolutely it's something that needs to be brought up, and it's the elephant in the room, but then they don't allow that yeah, even in the art and expression. Or you, you draw, you, you put something like... Um, so not, where's freedom of expression in that? Well, there isn't. There's also it's not, it's discrimination because you don't put anything about it, like... Violence against men, right? Yep. It's a, I'm not sexist. There's more help for, for abused women and everything. Yep. Men, nothing, zero. I went two and a half years fighting it, and I got no help for it. I understand, man. Yeah, yeah. I understand the frustration, absolutely. I'm the more, also you, push, the more you push back, um, the, worse it, the worse it is. Man. So just sitting here with my, my buddy Jason, who's, who's uh, was in Beacon Hill now for, like, what, three years ago, uh, and was part of the permanent pathway to housing, uh, was never offered a place. He's from Victoria. And he just tells me he's at the doctor's office. Just explain to me what happened today at the doctor's office, Jason. 
Well, they, they went in and they asked me to come back to see the actual doctor. So I go, they were trying to get me to the hospital. I tell them how I've been treated at the hospital that, you know, they treat us like crap and they either want to keep me there or, and lock me in there or they want to just kick me out. So I didn't want to go to the hospital. Like I've had a rib injury for two weeks and the pain was starting to get to me. So I went there. And you don't trust them in the hospital? Not in the hospitals at all. So they asked me to come back at five. So I go to a bench right around five to make sure I don't miss the appointment and I fall asleep on the bench and wake up after, after the appointment. So. And so you missed the appointment? So I missed the appointment, yeah. So now you have to go through the whole entire process again and make another appointment. Tomorrow, yeah. And this is what it's like, daily, daily struggle. You know, this is where it's like to get yeah, medical so, care. So jump through this hoop and jump through that hoop and then, oh wait, you forgot that hoop, so you got to start again. Thanks for your enlightening people. Thank you, Jason. Yeah. Okay. So there you have it. That's the reason I'm running for city council. It needs to be a radical change. Immediate change. Change is mandatory. Without change, we may status quo. Status quo is unacceptable. This is Jay Smith. This is Homeless Idea. Out.